What's going on, everybody? My name is Nathan Seiler. You are tuned into Iron Sharpens Iron. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm joined right alongside your other host, Dominic Appleton. So excited to be here today. Oh my gosh, I'm so pumped to be sharing my faith with you all, especially because today I have the pleasure of introducing my little sister, Mary Jo. Mary, please give us an introduction. What's up, guys? Um, I'm Mary Appleton. I'm Dom's little sister. Um, yeah, and I'm also just super pumped to be here. This is gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, it is incredible um to see your face once again. Um, it's it's incredible because uh, we talk about uh on the podcast that we pray a rosary every week, and you are one of the few people who get up at 5.45 a.m. to join us, so I just want to say thank you uh, for joining us, and for anyone else who wants to join us, please do at 5.45 a.m. Central Time, but um, it was in, I think, August whenever I visited South Bend last, so just tell us a little bit about, um, yeah, where you grew up, where you go to school, um, yeah, all the all the fun stuff. Yeah, for sure, so I grew up in South Bend. I'm still growing up in South Bend. Um, <laughs> and I go to St. Joe High School. Um, yeah, and we're just living the dream here, trugging along. Um, yeah, it's great. <laughs> now, now you're a junior, correct? That's correct. Yeah, that's, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a big decision coming up maybe next year about where to go after that, correct? Um, Let's just say, is there any colleges, <laughs> IU, um, on your list of places to go? Well, I don't know if you noticed, I'm rocking the Indiana oh! merch. <laughs> I think that's her answer, folks. I, she is rocking a wonderfully beautiful uh, IU sweatshirt this evening. It almost looks vintage. It is awesome. Is that new for um, Yeah. I'm definitely looking at IU, um, but just kind of like trying to stay in state. So any colleges like that, like IU, Purdue, Ball State, Marin University, stuff like that, that's all on my list. But honestly, could be looking deeper into it, but that's all right. That's for senior meet. Um <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. You don't want to get ahead of yourself, but IU is definitely the right decision. Just going to throw that out. <laughs> I would say, Dom, too, that um, if you do end up at IU, I think right quad's a pretty good spot, wouldn't you say? It's um yeah it's it's got its pros and cons but I personally think there's no place better on campus and and for those of us listening um Meej's name is not um 100% Meej it's Mary Josephine and so so <laughs> she, if you want to give us a brief intro also on where you got that very unique name that would be that would be nice as well <laughs> right <laughs> yeah um so our dad is the king of nicknames and so we all all of the Appleton clan have weird nicknames. And so when I was little, he just started calling me Meej and it stuck. And so some people call me Meej, some people call me Mary. But if you hear me being referred to as Meej, don't get confused. That's just my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny whenever I visited. Um, like, I, I knew your name was Mary Joe, and then Dom started calling you Meej. And I'm like, wait, did she? does she have like an alter ego? Is this like... <laughs> Like uh, Mr. Jekyll and Dr. Hyde, or Hyde, you know what I mean? Like, oh, should I be afraid? I don't know. Um, Dom, do you have a nickname or? I I don't know if I ever got a nickname. I uh, it's it's crazy. There there are awesome nicknames. My brother had uh, beans, and it stuck. And to this day, on his crimson card for like his I used university ID card. It says Beans Appleton, and that's when you no know that it has made it. Yeah, um, but, but mine said Dominic, I think. So, 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 yeah, so, <laughs> so it was just different. Yeah, I never got a nickname. He was he was warming up with me. He was warming up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> incredible. Well, Meej, tell us a little bit about because you have a big play coming up soon, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so I am a theater kid. Um, and I do the plays and musicals at my school, St. Joe. And so right now we are amidst our production of Footloose. Um, so, yeah, so I was lucky enough to be casted in the role of Rusty. So if you guys don't know the story of Footloose, it's the two main characters are Ariel and Ren. And they're the kids that fall in love. And so Rusty is Ariel's best friend. So I get to kind of be her little shadow and hang out with the cool kids for a bit. So, yeah, we've 
um, doing practices for that. And it's just been, it's been a blast. <laughs> it's awesome. It, especially because since I was, we, we were looking as a family at younger, like videos of us as younger kids and the, all of us were kind of minding our own business, but whenever there was a camera on, Mary Jo was just in the center of the spotlight doing like twirls <laughs> and like, come on, everybody got to pay attention to me. Come on, don't you know how awesome I am? Which is, <laughs> which is great because, I mean, you are awesome, Mies, but it's also like you're made for the for the theater and for the screen. So I'm really <laughs> excited to see you perform. It's going to be a lot of fun, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thank great. you. Yeah, mom always said that. I loved the spotlight. I loved all the attention. And she tells the story about when we had our Christmas tree and we had the colored lights, you know, wrapped around it. It reflected on the wall. And she was like, oh, Mary, look how pretty that is. And I said, I know. I went there and I sat in it like this. And I like striped some pose. <laughs> like, okay, this girl's going places. <laughs> <laughs> like you kid from the beginning. I love it. Oh my goodness, that is incredible. Well, Meech, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We're going to go ahead and, and dive into it here. Uh, once again, you're listening to Iron Sharpens Iron, uh, where we like to share life, we like to share stories, we like to share faith uh, in an effort to lead hearts closer to Jesus Christ. Um, first of all, we just want to say thank you um, just so much for uh, clicking play, for wanting to spend this time with us, because it means the world uh, to be able to share with you guys and uh, to know that there are people out there listening and, and hopefully taking away something from it. Um, but just spending the time with us is is truly just um, it means the world to us. So just know that uh, we are so appreciative. Also, um, we have some big news this week. Um, so earlier, uh, we announced that we had reached a thousand listens and that we were ordering koozies. Well, guess what, folks? They just came in. And uh, quite honestly, I have it right here next to me. I have the koozie on a nice uh, bottle of Spotted Cow. Um, and it is the best beer in Wisconsin and, uh, it is so sharp. And, uh, I told, uh, Dom and Meech that it, it tastes like salvation. It makes the beer taste <laughs> like salvation. So, um, I'm so excited to, uh, totally send these koozies to some of you all. Um, and if you do want a koozie, please let us know. We, hopefully I'll be able to like mail them out. We'll see. Um, uh, but, uh, just wanted to announce that, that they are in and they look incredible. So thank you so much for all your support. Also, um, just a super quick disclaimer. We say this before every podcast. We are not trained spiritual directors. We are not, we don't have any PhDs in theology, at least not yet, Dom. I, I believe in you one day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Meej, maybe you too. Um, but we are just, um, lay men and women um, just striving for a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ. And these are just some stories um, from our own lives, the ways that that Christ has worked in our lives, the ways that we've seen him uh, work in the lives of, of, of our uh, friends, of our family, um, in each other, in our own hearts. So um, we just thank you for for tuning in and just uh, just realize that we we don't have any special training or anything like that, that this is just us sharing um, how he's worked in our own lives. So um, with that said, uh, please subscribe if you would like. Please rate if you would like. Um, there's also a social media page, Iron Sharpens Iron Ave. Um, go ahead and give us a follow. Uh, send us some feedback. If you want to join us for a rosary, mentioned that earlier. And uh, goodness, um, yeah, if you want to join the show, um, just let us know. Reach out to Dom or I, and we'd love to have you on the show. Um, anything else? I think that's it. Um, so with that said, um, I'm so excited to dive into some glory stories today. Meej, would you like to kick us off? Just yeah. a way that God has worked in your life. <laughs> Just take it away. <laughs> so this last Thursday, I got the opportunity to go to this youth group in South Bend. It's called Antioch. And it's really, it's really awesome. I don't, always get to go because it's on Thursday evenings and so I get busy sometimes I have play practice sometimes I have a bunch of homework but anyways it just so happened that I got to go and I spent the whole time talking to this girl Mary Faustina Dominic knows Mary and she is just such an amazing girl and every time I talk to her I feel like our relationship gets deeper and it's just like a sign of Jesus's love um we met freshman year in high school and we had a rocky relationship and it, you know, all sorts of drama happened. But after that freshman year, we've grown and we've moved so much and we've become so close. So I feel like just 
our friendship is our is my glory story today um <laughs> it's just like such a sign of Jesus's love and mercy and what God's love can do to bring two people together in a beautiful friendship yeah that's beautiful Meech I, I I had the pleasure of going to um Medjugorje and and Mary Faustina was on that trip so I got to um, learn a little bit about her story over there yeah so she looked up to Meech in very many ways and and wanted to renew that friendship and I'm so happy to hear that you two are um, growing in friendship because it's like a it's like a power duo of young high school <laughs> girls that are, or women that are very motivated towards Jesus Christ so praise God that's awesome um, mine is pretty short but um I've for one thing I've been experiencing technical difficulties but I but we're gonna power through that which is always how it usually goes on this podcast but for my glory story, I I think what, what I've been focusing on is the fact that a lot of us, you know, we spend a lot of time on work and it's it's hard to view work as, as a sort of prayer. But even I was I was reading in um, the diary of St. Faustina and how she just boiled some potatoes and she looked down and those potatoes had turned into like like a bouquet of roses for the Lord. And so. So viewing this work as um, as a gift, not just um, for another person or just for your, yourself in terms of uh, just just earning that um, paycheck, but just in terms of serving a purpose and giving back to the Lord and reminding yourself that the devil hates honest um, and true work. Um, and so so being excited to work in that way and giving to give that up to Jesus has been really exciting for me because I, I do like to work and it and it fills me with a good sense of purpose, but it needs to be oriented not towards my own game, but towards the Lord. And so that's really important. And also just um, one more thing is I got into medical school, which is awesome. So that's, that's good. And, and so hopefully we'll, I'll hear. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God. And so that whole process has been a lot of surrendering and um, just a lot of, um, humbling myself which has been really really cool and so so yeah so I, i'm so excited to continue to pursue humility through that process and just to um just to continue to find ways to glorify god in it so that's that's my glory story for sure that is awesome dom tell us what school so this one was marion which is awesome a catholic university up in indianapolis which would be sweet yeah it would absolutely be beautiful to go there yeah so so we'll see um keep on praying about if everything works out in terms of just all the other variables associated with it. We'll see. Yeah. Dude, that is going to be incredible. I don't know where um, you end up being a doctor one day, but I already, uh, I already told you that uh, wherever you move to, I'm, I'm going there. Uh, Cause I know I'm going to get the best care of all time uh, wherever. <laughs> so I don't know if it's going to, you know, what, what, you know, illnesses I'll have one day, but Dom, I know you'll be able to take care of it. Cause even if you don't, you'll just like pray over me and I'll be healed immediately. So that's uh, I just, Oh man, I'm so excited for you dude. especially Mary and being so close to home. You get to see family. Um, and maybe get to visit IU every once in a while too, your old stomping ground. So um, that'll be really cool. Also, Marion's campus is just beautiful. So, right, it is. Well, and thank Nate. Uh, geez, it's all, glory to God. And dude, yes, bro, I I will just do it, do my best. And if there's anything good that will happen, it's just God working through me because uh, being a doctor is too complicated. It's only for working that's going to make anything work out. But so praise <laughs> God. <laughs> Dude, that's my glory story is here. Your glory story right there. Um, honestly, yeah. Oh, goodness. Um, so also, Meech, I, super quick um, in regards to yours was, um, so Carly and I, we write letters um, every week during the dating fast. And it's beautiful. Um, in, in one of the letters that she just wrote, she was talking about how um, there's a, a gospel, but men are not um, created to be alone, right? Um, it's just so beautiful because she's, she's just like constantly really, how beautiful it is to just spend time with people to just be around people um and i think my heart is also kind of beginning to realize that more and more just hearing your story just reminded me of that of just like the beauty that is friendship just like authentic friendship where you know that if you're having a, a, a bad day that that person's just going to be there for you you know what i mean they don't care about you know if you're happy or sad or boring or joyful or whatever it, it, they just they love exactly. you for you Right. Like, that's it. That's the beauty. And that's like the, the at least I don't know exactly how God loves, but I could imagine that they, that is kind of how God loves us. 
right? It's like, even if we show up on our worst days, like he's still going to be there for us. So just praise God for that. And then also, Dom, you were talking about um, some of the employees working like, like 12 hour shifts, seven days a week. And just like the amount of loyalty and dedication and just like sacrifice that that takes um, to put in those shifts um, is just incredible. And it, like that, that inspires me um to like also you know even my you know i i think my days are long and i only work like you know eight to nine hours you know what i mean and i'm like wow you know, i get a weekend right praise god i get an evening praise god right you know what i mean um so it, it definitely inspires me to like put more effort into my work so um just incredible that, that you're working with uh, like you you called them like saints living like living saints right they're gonna be saints one day so um just absolutely incredible so my glory story this week um earlier earlier this week um i actually had a spiritual um direction session and um it was beautiful because um the 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 priest that i go to he um gave me some really really uh beautiful advice and the rest of my week has just been really joyful really beautiful um so praise god for that um but it was like that evening i'm pretty sure that i was reading in my my prayer book and it was just like one of those like like (laughs) like gospel passages that just like really, really hits you. Um, and it was, I have it actually taped to my wall here. So whoever is in Christ is a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. And it was just like, at that moment, I realized um, that like some of the things that, I don't know, it was just like God kind of telling me like some of the things that I'd struggled with um, in my past, like, like Jesus was kind of taking those. Right. Um, and I don't know exactly what the future is in regards to, I mean, we all struggle with different things. Right. Um, and we will continue to struggle. Like that is life. It is a struggle. Right. But it was, it was just a beautiful moment to just realize that, that Christ is there. Right. And even in that struggle, you can be made into a new creation. Um, so very, very beautiful, um, quote there that I just like taped up on my wall and I'm like, man, it was awesome. Also got a, uh, a book in the mail is like a, a 365 days of wisdom from Fulton Sheen. Um, and today the, the, the wisdom was there's two ways to wake up in the morning. One is good morning, God. The other one is good God. It's morning, right? <laughs> like there's two ways. So it's like, I don't know, that really hit me too in regards to, wow, how am I approaching my day? Am I approaching it every day as a gift or am I approaching every day as like a liability? right? Like a, like a risk or like a, a drudgery, right? Um, cause no matter how bad life gets, it's always, always, always a gift. So, um, yeah. So just a little, little glory story there. Nothing, nothing too crazy. So. Make what? A little glory story. That was glorious, <laughs> dude. Big time. Big capital G. Um, I love that. Um, I, I will dive into prayer in a second, but I, I, I think that what you said, the Bible quote is, is is especially important for me and, and Mary Jo to hear and all of our listeners because everyone, and I mean everyone, struggles with feeling like your past um, sins and everything disqualify you from the love, love that God gives you. Um, and it just isn't true because God makes you a new creation. He's constantly perfecting you and he just wants you to allow him to do so through relationship. And so that is so exciting, dude. I, I love that. And so, so praise God. No, it was 2 Corinthians 5, 17, I think, by the way. So, um, yes. Oh, dude. Okay. You, but you're texting me that after this. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. Yes. It's uh, St. Paul's amazing. Yeah. But so praise God. Uh, amen. Let's, let's, let's go into this with the prayer here. Um, in the name of the Father, and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hi, Jesus. Mary, come. Let her come and be with us in this prayer. Holy Spirit, open our hearts, lead us to um, connect with one another and to receive your love. Uh, Jesus, you are unafraid of our weakness. Uh, You um, hung naked on a cross in front of your mom. Uh, There's nothing that seems more vulnerable or weak than that. So help us to be unafraid of our weaknesses as well. There is no weakness um, in us, no vulnerability in us that disqualifies you from disqualifies us from your love. There's no weakness that makes us unable to serve you, to be used by you right now as a disciple. All we have to do is just to say yes. 
Help us to say yes to you in all the little ways so that we can learn to and be prepared to in all the big ways throughout our life. And most importantly, help us to learn how to bring our weaknesses to you because in bringing our sufferings and weaknesses to you, we honor you more than we could by bringing our strengths to you because all you want to do is to take those weaknesses, unite them to the cross, and to spread your mercy and your love upon them and to turn them into some of the greatest strengths um, available to us in, the, in our entire lives. We love you and thank you for your unending mercy. We pray that you may speak um, to us through this podcast. And in a final moment, I want to also ask a blessing over my sister, Mary Jo. Any of the graces that, and um, gifts that you've given me, I ask that you may give to her as well, um, just so that she may be protected from all evil and harm and may be guided on a path of righteousness and on a path of love with you. And that she may have an awesome experience in this podcast. And Mary, please watch over her and the rest of us. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, let's do this. So Mary Jo, this is awesome. Guys, I'm really excited to hear about Mary Jo because she has she's in high school right now and she's done something amazing where she has gone through high school and still had a very strong relationship with God, which is something I struggled with in high school. And I know a lot of other people did the same. So Mary Jo, tell That's us about your faith. Yeah. That, <laughs> it's a common theme. It is. It's a very common theme. So Mary Jo, tell us about your faith why you, and why you love Jesus. Yeah, well, the short answer is I love Jesus because he loves me. And so it's just like he started loving me and I just have been giving that back to him the best that I can. Um, but, you know, it's easier said than done. Um, like Dom said, you know, high school is really hard. Um, so it's kind of through high school where I really started to take my faith seriously and um, really decided to like figure out what this Catholic faith means to me because like um you know my mom and my dad are super Catholic and praise God for that and so obviously they raised me Catholic but it's kind of like when high school hits you kind of start to realize oh like am I just doing this because my parents do this or is this something I really believe in is this something I really want for myself so freshman year of high school I you know, was just trying to make friends, trying to find, you know, where I fit in, where, you know, my life happens. And, you know, like a lot of people do, you find the wrong crowds. And there's there were people who, you know, did not love God and were not having God at the center of their faith. And I became their friends. And I kind of saw what their life was like and how they felt and what they were doing. And I immediately knew that that was not what I wanted to do, who I wanted to be at all. So, you know, ever since then, I've, you know, and then I, ever since then, you know, I just decided, like, I want to be someone who loves God, especially because I would go to church and I would see everyone else and that was loving God and worshiping God. And they just looked so joyful and so you, I could kind of see both sides, like without God, people are in pain, they're suffering and, and they're making bad decisions. And with God, they were happy and joyful and loving. And so it was pretty obvious to me that I wanted to be with God through my whole life. So yeah, so that's why I love God, just so I can be joyful with him and be loving everyone. <laughs> what are you kidding <laughs> that was beautiful uh Mish. oh my goodness um i was just like kind of like taking some some brief note i loved 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 what you said there at the very beginning about like giving it back um to god because i was like kind of praying about that um a little bit recently in regards to um like the cross right and just like the amount of love that it took to not only die for us, but like to die the most like humiliating death you could possibly like possibly die. Um, it's just it's just crazy because you know that Jesus did not hang on that cross because he wanted to be glorified. He just did it because he loved you. Right. There's no other reason that he would do that. Uh, and so it was just like one of those things like as you reflect on that, you just realize, oh, my gosh, like he doesn't even expect me to give it back. That's the thing about that's the crazy thing about love. 
is that if you respect something in return, that's a transaction, right? You know, that's, that's me giving you something, Dom and Dom, you giving me something back. That's, that's basic economics. You know, we talked about that, Kelly, you know, I mean, so it's like, that's not love. Love is giving and just expecting nothing in return. And so it was just like, once you realize that it's like, oh my gosh, no, like I, I want to give it back. You know what I mean? Like, I know you don't expect it, but you've done the, you know, you've saved me, right? You've loved me. I want to, I want to do the same for you, Jesus. That's beautiful. Um, and then the whole about like, is this something I do because my parents do it? Oh my goodness. Right. Cause I think there's always like, I was an angsty teen too back in the day. <laughs> At least I had a little bit of angst, you know, going on. And I'm like, you know, I, I, I would never like rebelled, but I'm like, I always like kind of had that thought in the back of my mind. I was like, if I wasn't raised in a Catholic faith, like, would I be Catholic? And I, I don't know. I don't know. And I hope that God would lead me um, to a place that I would encounter the the true faith. Right. But I don't know. Right. And so um, just praise God. I was, you know, raised in, in the faith. Like, I think it's always something to give glory to God for um, just the, your, your testimony on joy too, just incredible. And I, I loved, um, cause I think Dom, you remember my HA 13 talk, right. Um, that I gave oh, the resolution. Yeah. All like 45 <laughs> minutes of it. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> um, any, I do remember in that talk, I talked about like um, experiencing rock bottom, right? Um, in a way, and just realizing like how much, um, and, and just kind of like realize, like we've all, I think we've all kind of experienced that in our lives in one way or another. Whenever we um, like maybe reject Christ in some way or maybe fall into sin or whatever, and you hit rock bottom, you just realize how in need you are. Um, and just like for you being able to like see that in other people too, and just like realizing their need and just like almost like seeing your own need in that. Um, I just thought it was, it was really beautiful. So um, that was awesome. Tom, do you have anything to like, add to that? that was really I, good. I, no, I loved it. I, I have, that was awesome. Each, I can't, I, let's get let's keep you talking here. You also talked about like, like high school being hard. Um, and, you know, Dom and I, we both went through high school. Uh, well, goodness gracious, Dom, we're getting old. Um, a long time ago <laughs> now. Um, but anywho, I I wanted to hear, like, have you received any pushback um, in regards to your faith, like living out your faith? Or I guess what like kind of challenges do you experience um, whenever you do live, live out your faith in high school? Oh, yeah. Um, well, it's just like I in high school, I feel like is when you become the most self-aware and so I had never really experienced people who like did not like were not Catholic and hated the Catholic church until I went to high school um and that just like shocked me so much I had no idea especially like because I have gone to Catholic school my whole life and so I've just grown up knowing Catholic people and doing Catholic things and so then when I got to high school there's all these people who are like in theology classes and they're fighting with the theology teachers and they're like I'm only Catholic because my parents are Catholic and it's like all this and so you like you just see other people like fighting the Catholic faith and then it like and then you it makes you question the Catholic faith yourself and so then at first that's that was the hard thing was not having strong set peers around me to like encourage my growth in the Catholic faith. Um, in that way. Um, but then, you know, it does kind of help because then when you question it, you find the answers. So that's what it did for me was when I saw my peers questioning, then I questioned and then I found answers. But then once I found those answers and I'm set in my faith, my peers still haven't caught up to me sometimes. And so then when I go to speak out, they question me and they can fight me. And so that's, that's been really hard, especially because um, I'm one of the club leaders of our right to life club at St. Joe. And I remember there was one time in class, um, it was a health class. So it was all girls. And we spent most of the class just like talking, you know, getting along. Cause like, you know, we're high school girls. We're just going to talk the whole time. And there was like, it was like 15 minutes of the class. One of the girls that like, I kind of looked up to and she 
was just bashing the right to life club like crazy and she was like I can't believe we have this club at school like this is awful and it I just remember sitting there so silent and so shocked and I'm sure if those walls could talk they would say she turned into a ghost like because I just had never seen anyone like that and I was so scared I was like what if she finds out that I am a part of this right to life club and that I am pro-life and it was so scary for me. And so it's just like moments like that where you hear people like bashing the Catholic church, bashing the the faith. And you're like, oh, that's, that's me. That's what I believe in. That's who I am. And so that's really hard to just know that like you're not loved and supported by your peers, but, um, but you just have to push past that. And one thing that really helps me push past, you know, like the backlash and stuff like that is just remembering that the only thing that lasts forever is the glory of God. Um, And so if anything that like I'm going through is hard, or if I'm ever in a hard conversation or like anything like that, or like, even if I'm like going through a really bad test and I'm like, I don't know any of this. (laughs) I just remember that this doesn't last forever and God will outlast this. So in the end, like, I will, (laughs) I will be experiencing God's glory, you know, way longer than I will be experiencing the backlash of this girl in my class or like anything like that. So, but yeah, it's definitely hard. It's definitely hard to have your peers not agreeing with you, not on the same page, but in the end it's, it's for the best. And then I can also lead as example, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like I can show them even if they don't love and, you know, understand me, I can show them that I still love them and I can still respect them even without agreeing with them. Which is great. Mary Josephine. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. I'm going to clock off here, guys. That was a great podcast. <laughs> We're Holy moly. <laughs> iron sharpens iron has a new host. We'll just let you run this thing, Mary Josephine. <laughs> That was incredible. Wow. I'm so happy. Praise God for that answer. I'm so proud of you, Mary. Um, that's incredible. Um, wow. I I have I have no words. I the only thing I will say um is yes, you're absolutely right. All the nations shall proclaim the glory of God, glory of God. The darkness only gives testament to the light, like like everything ends up glorifying God, like it always does. So at the end of the day, we're on the winning team and, and the, the glory of God will be the final piece in the puzzle of your heart. So that that is that is so beautiful. Um, my, my one piece of advice for you in, in the midst of all that suffering is, for one, just just offer offer that up. Um, like and I know that's easier said than done. And honestly, in your situation, I would not have been able to, to respond as well as you had and especially in high school i i would have been well way more uh pulled towards conformity and so i commend you for staying true to your faith that is so huge um and in college i know that nate you you've experienced this as well it, being an ra we we, we we see this a lot um just a certain people with a certain political agenda certain beliefs kind of impose those on you and assume that you share those or assume that you should um, and, and that hurts and that hurts. But if, if we offer this up, you can offer this up for the salvation of souls in purgatory, or even for the salvation of the soul of the person that is hurting you. And then that way you cut the enemy at their knees. It's it's like it's the love never fails thing. It's loving your enemies. And it's so powerful. Um, and then and finally, I, I, I know that these people are saying like very hurtful things. They're probably saying them because they feel hurt in some way first. And so remembering that, that because of some some misconstrued belief that they have about our faith, they think that we are condemning them. And so therefore they condemn us. And that might not always be the case, but in a lot of times it it, it seems like it. And so so thinking about that first, that that like responding harshly isn't going to solve anything. It's just going to escalate and responding with love, which you did. And I'm so proud of you. So, so wow. Mary Josephine, that is awesome. Let's just keep, let's just keep you talking. Um, <laughs> so I, I want to ask you this one. Um, so, so you've, so it's, it's hard um, to be a high school, uh, a person, a high school woman in um, just proclaiming your faith and pursuing your faith. 
what most excites you in your day to day about living out the gospel? What's, my, what, what's the most exciting part about your relationship with Jesus these days? Oh, gosh. Um, so there's a few things that excite me a lot during my day to day life. My favorite thing right now is um, to help my fellow peers. So my fellow students at St. Joe who are not Catholic, but want to become Catholic. I am on the the team that <laughs> helps them talk about the Catholic faith. And so we have, um, I think we have, we have five um, people, five students that are at St. Joe and, and are on their way to become Catholic in the spring. So I meet with them once a week and we talk about the faith and we discuss it. And it is so beautiful and so exciting to be able to teach something that I love to these people that are my age and that don't get to know it yet, but already love it. And it's just so exciting because they all just soak it up like a sponge. Like they're just so excited. And so that's really, really beautiful. But another thing that makes me super excited in my day-to-day life is that everyone like can kind of, like has kind of established me as the little Catholic girl, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> And so people will come to me in my classes with questions. They're like, wait, what is this? Why are we doing this? What does this mean? And I'm, it's so exciting to me because it kind of shows that like they trust me and they trust that I will have the answers and I'm someone that they can go to with their questions. So yeah, just being able to answer people's questions about their curiosity with the Catholic faith is the most exciting thing in my day-to-day life. That is <laughs> Beautiful, um, especially in high school, too, because I feel like that's kind of I, I don't want to say rare, but like I would I would venture out to say it's it's pretty rare in high school. But like I, I could imagine like that just it's, it's like almost fulfilling in a way to like be able to like see someone so curious and so excited, you know, about their faith. Because um, I think I, I heard a quote recently. It was just like um, actually, I actually think it was in the book I'm reading. Um, it's basically like the fullness of truth can only be found by questioning it right um like you if you just accept truth at face value you never actually um like understand like the fullness of it and uh, basically what it was saying is like the truth isn't afraid of your questions are you afraid of the truth that's the real question so right (laughs) (laughs) so it was like basically encouraging like like ask the tough questions right um because i think once you do um and hopefully like you've kind of experienced that with like the people that you know do ask those questions it's like wow like maybe they come away just even like more just in love with who you know jesus is or who you know what the church teaches or whatever and sometimes it's really hard right some of the things that we believe or um the ways that we the the ways that we strive right um it's not the easiest most palatable answer most of the time right Right. Um, so just really really impressed with what you're doing um i was about to say dom do you have anything to contribute to that or just keep going (laughs) he was waving me on folks um i i just found that beautiful um in regards to living a life of faith with a big family, um, and I'm so sorry that you have to deal with Dom on a daily basis. Um, I really do. <laughs> if you ever need someone to talk to you about that, you can come to me. Um, <laughs> I have to deal with him pretty regularly too. So, um, but, <laughs> in regards to like growing up with a bunch of siblings too, um, I guess how has that boosted your faith, um, faith life, and relationship with Jesus? Yeah, absolutely. Um, funny that you should mention Dom because he's actually been a big part of my faith journey. Um, Dom, ever since I was little, you know, Dom's like how much older than you? Like he's a a bit older than me, you know. And so you know, we see the um, gray. It's starting to come in in his right? little. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. So I always idolized Dom. He was the best at everything he was the king of the castle all the time and everything that he did or said that was the law that was what I wanted to do that's what I wanted to be and um so then when he went away to college and then came back and was just on fire for the faith it like sparked an even brighter fire in me and I was like oh 
oh my gosh, if Dom can go and live this life following God, loving God, then I can too. Like, <laughs> so it's, it's great. And having so many siblings is just, it's wonderful. And I get to, you know, see God's love every single day with my siblings and, you know, we fight and then we make up and we're best friends again. And so that just is a perfect sign of God's mercy, you know, like forgiving us over and over again. And, you know, like with my sisters and my brothers, I can just, I just can love them. And I, it's just, it's great. And so <laughs> it's just like, we're all on our faith journey together, but we're always in different spots. And so we can just like help each other out in every single way. But Dom was definitely a big boost when he came back and was, you know, so on fire with the faith. It was like, it was funny because it was kind of like soft launch. I felt like with every time that he came back, it was like more and more and more. And so it was just like, it inspired me so much more every single time. <laughs> oh, come on, me. That's so sweet. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, wow. That is so nice. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's for the, the only reason is you guys got a little piece of the graces that are coming from Sarah and from the other guy on this phone call, Nate, for sure. He was already hanging out more with him. And yeah, it's just Jesus. And so I'm um, so thankful that it was probably because you're like, wow, this this knucklehead even found Jesus. I can do it too. So praise, so praise God for that. Um, but yeah, I I um I I think what you said is yeah, so beautiful about um the family and, and I just remember just yeah whenever I went to college I kind of took it as being on on mission in a lot of ways I would go down there and like I have to work 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 and and I did in a lot of ways I worked very hard and and I remember this this um this quick this is a quick thing I'll say before um I'll let uh I'll ask you the next question it's just um I remember that there, my uncle Mike said that there's like different faith like you can different phases in your faith where you can either just play be a good boy. You're, you're, you're filling out your obligations or, or girl or man or woman or whatever. And you're doing the things that God is asking you to do. And, and um, you're checking off all the boxes. And there's a difference between doing that from all the requirements and like being a son or mm. a daughter and just embracing the father and embracing your heavenly mother. And, and that is, you forget all about the, the boxes that you checked and and instead you just allow a love so deep and so strong to wash over you and uh i i think that a family in so many ways is a semblance of of the transition between the good boy or to strip off all your boxes and and just allowing a love to wash over you because a family they're not no matter how many boxes you check they're they're stuck with you they're gonna love you right and so there's a connection there and having this holy family come back to you. I just remember every time I would walk in that door to come back home and see you, Mary Jo, and the rest of my siblings, just feeling that love of that warmth, like, ah, I'm back. I'm back in the Father's embrace. And just the, just the graces and the nourishment I would receive just spiritually from being with you guys, coming back and um, seeing that in a different way after I went off to college. So, so powerful. It makes me excited to have a family of my own, for sure, because it's, it's a little slice of heaven given to us, which I'm so excited about. Um, but okay. So you're busy. Um, you were just talking about how hard it was for you to get to those Antioch um, uh, holy hours and retreats, uh, retreats and everything. So how do you prioritize your time, um, some time for God, Mary Jo, in your busy daily life? Yeah, um, it's definitely hard, but um, I'm lucky enough to go to this other youth group regularly every Sunday night. Um and I'm on the core team. And so one thing that we always discuss at our core team meetings is our prayer life and scheduling time, like making time to pray with God every single day. So just like having the responsibility, like going to those meetings, knowing that I'm going to have to be honest and talk about what my prayer life is like with, you know, this woman who I respect, our youth group director and my peers, it like really is a great way that holds me accountable. So you just got to set time and I pray with God in the mornings. Like Nate said, I'll go on and pray the rosary with them on, on um, Instagram live. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, um, and yeah, just praying any chance you can, like at St. Joe, um, where we do block scheduling. So every other day I have a flex period 
um, which is like 90 minutes to just do anything that I want. Um, and so I spend a good chunk of that time in the chapel, actually at school, because that's just the best way that I can spend that time. Um, so yeah, so it's just, you just got to find those times in your life when it, when it works. So mornings before school, that's when it works for me. And during flex, that's when it works. And the nice thing about going to school is that we pray together at classes. And so um, one thing that I think has really made a difference is like when your teacher is like, okay, let's pray. Like, don't just mindly, mindlessly rush through that prayer. You know what I mean? But like really enter into that prayer, even though it's like, you know, a 30 second prayer, but just enter into that and invite God into that moment. And it'll change your life. It really will. It'll change how your classes go, how your days go, how you're feeling in that class because you and you you brought God into it so yeah just always bringing God into every moment is kind of how I can focus on him <laughs> um ladies and gentlemen uh we <laughs> did mention that she's in high school oh <laughs> my goodness um bringing God into every moment that is beautiful also what you said praying any chance that you can I um I don't have you guys been listening to Catechism in a year, um at all? Okay, oh you gotta hop on the Catechism in a year bandwagon. It's <laughs> amazing. Um, Father Mike prays for you. It's awesome. Um, anywho, so he was talking about the other day. Um, he was talking about sacred scripture, sacred tradition, and just how powerful the word is. And he was like, all of the great saints would have like a um like a, a copy of the Gospels with them at all times and anytime they had like free time um they would just like whip out their you know gospels and just let the the, the word of god wash over them and that's what it reminded me of whenever you said like oh my gosh like oh i have like a little flex period here let me go pray like back in the day i would have been like oh like let me just like play some like madden mobile on my phone <laughs> you know what i mean like that was the kind of like high school kid i was which is just oh man i was a knucklehead but um that's just so beautiful that like even even with your busy schedule right and i I could imagine that like all of us in in our own ways probably have, you know, things that we are, we are committed to, the, the things we have to prioritize, you know, um, the responsibilities that God has given us, um, whether it be children, whether it be um, Dom, your work, you know, med school applications, whatever it may be, right, or my work or um, the, the, you know, Knights of Columbus I'm involved with, whatever it may be, like the responsibilities that God has given us, but yet we can still prioritize him above everything and invite him into that, that work that we do. Um, just simply remarkable. And what you said about scheduling too, just so key. So, so, so key. And whenever Dami said something about checking boxes, I actually, I was thinking in my head, I was like, wait a minute. I almost think like the checking boxes phase, like teaches you how to build good habits because it's like, okay, did I pray today? Right. Maybe I didn't want to, um, but I did. Right. Did I, you know, say my rosary today? I did. Okay, good. I checked the box. Right. Maybe if I didn't want to, but then you, once you realize that sonship, it's already in like your daily, like, right habitual routine of the you know the morning or the evening whatever it may be um and so i almost think that god you know he obviously he uses every single state of life that we're in he, he writes straight with crooked lines we've, we've talked about that before um but being able to use those times of maybe dryness to um to uplift us whenever he does kind of uh, allow our hearts to to understand um that divine sonship or daughtership that we have Beautiful stuff. Oh my gosh. Okay. I, I got excited. Um, mini tangent there. Um, <laughs> um I, I want to hear too, um, in regards to your own faith life, um, kind of looking forward in a way, like what you're already doing so so amazing, praying the rosary and just praying, you know, throughout your day, inviting God into this. What what ways are you trying to grow still? Like what 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 ways are you striving um to grow deeper in your relationship with, with Christ? Yeah, um, absolutely. Just, I don't know, just, um, <laughs> just looking forward and thinking about the ways that I can or want to improve in my faith is one thing is like to like really the more, <laughs> so I don't have my license yet, which has put a strain on my life because I can't do what I want to do when I want to do it. I have to like get a ride. So one thing that St. Joe does is most days they have a mass before 
school. And I know not a lot of students go to it, but I have kind of promised myself that once I get my license, I will go to every single one of those masses because I want so badly to like just have like my life centered around the Eucharist but I just can't yet because, you know, my neighbor down the street who goes to the same school as me is driving me to school every day and I can't be like, hey, can we get to school 20 minutes earlier so I can go to mass? Like, I don't want to burden him with that. So I just like need to get myself in gear. But yeah, it's just the small things like that. Like, oh, once I can get my license then I can start doing things on my own and like start centering my life around God with with that mass and like going to adoration when I can and stuff like that. So I don't know if that's what you meant, but that's where my head went. <laughs> that is Mary Josephine. This is awesome. This is awesome. You want so badly for your life to be centered around the Eucharist. Like that is beautiful. And there's been a, a slight theme going on about taking the sacraments for granted. Um, and uh, over the past couple episodes, I think, and just hearing that again, it's just another reminder that Mary Josephine, you want to achieve to receive the sacraments, and it, it a, a, a tran like a, an infrastructure issue, like a transportation issue is preventing you. Like, like wow, like, like it, for, and the chances when we are able to go, like maybe that'll just give us a little extra bump to go, you know, and and because that's um so 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 powerful. So so thank you so much, Mary, for that and. And, and yeah, Nate, what you're saying is so true. And, and checking boxes phase, if, if you're there, just, yes, that is huge. Dryness, I there's a quote, that if anybody's experienced dryness, uh, saints galore have said that approaching the Lord in dryness will give the Lord more praises than like anywhere possible that you would give to him in times of like spiritual multitude or spiritual fruit in, in your, in, that you're feeling in yourself. And secondly, when you're experiencing spiritual dryness because your senses can't sense the graces that your soul, which is a, like a separate entity from your body, right? But connected is not experienced, is experiencing. So your soul is receiving all these graces while your body's like, we're in this dry space. So just be patient and, and, and fight through that or just, just be excited because the Lord is purifying, perfecting your soul in that. So that's, that's awesome. And so Nate, thank you for bringing that up because that's super important. Um, uh, so the last thing, what advice do you have for our listeners, Mary Jo, for pursuing a relationship that, or pursuing a faith life that is centered on the Eucharist or just faith life in general? <laughs> um, definitely to like, just remember that you're fighting the good fight. That's what Dom always tells me. You're fighting the good fight. And like I said before, like the glory of God is the only thing that will last forever. So whatever hardships or like anything that's difficult that is going on in your life or anything that is stopping you from fully living out your faith like me not having a license um <laughs> does not will not last forever and god will he will always come and scoop you up and help you to get through this and help you to feel his love um and continue on in your faith life that is just simply remarkable. I, whenever you said that earlier about the only thing that lasts forever is the glory of God, I triple started on both sides. I'm like, <laughs> all right. So um, I think we <laughs> we might be getting some more uh, coffee mugs here with uh, with some quotes <laughs> from the podcast on it. I'm not gonna lie, this is remarkable. This is so true, right? Like. I was thinking whenever you said that it was like um, Acts of the Apostles, whenever they like get scourged for like proclaiming Jesus and they're like, they go out rejoicing because they found themselves worthy to be, to suffer for the name, right? Of Jesus. Like what? That's crazy. But the thing is, is like, it's so right because if they, they offer it up for the glory of God, that is what truly lasts forever. That's what truly has eternal, um, you know, meaning and clarity to it not the suffering itself. The suffering is going to go away. We're all going to die eventually, right? You know, bummer or, you know, spoiler <laughs> alert, I guess, right? It's all going to pass. What doesn't pass? Eternity, right? And what is eternity? Yeah. It's heaven. Mm -hmm. It is union with God. And so, oh man, like that just got me pumped to like, I don't know, 
give Jesus like, you know, like editing this podcast or like, you know, um, <laughs> driving to work in the morning, you know, just giving those little things down. Oh man, that's going to be, that's going to be incredible. Yeah. So thank you also for like being such a strong witness in high school too, because, um, I, at least at my own high school, um, back in modern day, like we could have used a few more of you. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> um, you know, I would have looked up to you a whole lot. So, um, just know that, that what you're doing and the life that you're living, it might be hard. And especially whenever you experience like some of those, like, um, kind of like pro-life backlashers. Cause I think the March for life is going on right now. And I've heard that there's yeah. a lot of like protesting, um, going on. And it's just, it's, it's sad. It's really sad. But like, that's, that's the world that we live in. It's, it's a broken world. Um, and we're going to receive backlash. We can expect that, right? What happened to Jesus? You know, if they did that to Jesus, <laughs> right? Um, you know, we can probably expect something similar, right? Um, but he's there. He's there with us. Um, and so just just realizing that that people do see the good um, in your heart and in the things that you do. Um, I'm, I'm just so, so incredibly honored to, to know you and to, to learn from you. So that's all I got, Dom. What do you got? <laughs> um, yeah, no, nothing more. That was beautifully said, Nate. Wow. Um, yeah, thank <laughs> you so much for coming on, Mary Jo. And, uh, wow, I'm so proud of you. I love you so much. I can't believe you are so awesome, Mary. And I'm related <laughs> to such an awesome person. So so praise God. Um, but yes, you uh, you and all of our listeners are in my prayers. We fasted for you last week and continuing to pray for you, Mary Jo. And so, uh, again, I'm so proud of you. And um, yeah, you were fighting the good fight. So, so you're doing a great job. Any last thoughts? Yeah, well, something that just came to me as you were talking about the um, the only thing that lasts forever is the glory of God is that's what my grandpa would always say because he would always talk about my grandma who is a worrier. And so he was like, grandma's so worried about your guys' future lives and like all the future generations um, but the only but she shouldn't be worried because the only thing that lasts forever is the glory of God. And I remember she would always say this and it would get me worried. I was like, oh, yeah, like what's going to happen to the world? Like it's all going to go crazy. And, but then I realized I was paying attention to the wrong part of that conversation. It wasn't to get me worried about what the life was, what, what my life was going to be like. It was to just remember that God is the only thing that lasts forever and to just trust in him and to just trust my life in him so that it'll no matter what the world does I can just remain with God and remain in his glory that will last forever so yeah that's just the behind the scenes of that quote for me <laughs> awesome <laughs> well Dom can we have me John next week too <laughs> dude let's 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 send it and dom's replacement is mary Joe. <laughs> <laughs> in the family keep it in the family right. I love it. oh man dom do you have any, any last thoughts or um yeah just just that I, i'm praying for you all um and that uh yeah just 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 continue to, to strive for the lord um one thing the one last thing that i i learned that i, I was compelled to share just a little that i forgot to share my glory story really fast is just that a lot of times I think that the only time that I'm working or being productive is when I'm like clocked in or, or doing something to better myself, physically like a workout or to, to, to go into work. But uh, doing things that, um, Nate, you do this very well, or um, a lot of people do this very well, where, where you are connecting with someone or you are um, or spending time to love your spouse or most importantly, you're spending time to connect with the Lord in prayer. That is like working times five. So so view that as the most productive moment of your day because changing that in your mind and viewing that as that, not only as the most relieving, but as the most productive because, because it really does transform your soul. And so so get excited because um, if you're doing that, you're kind of just, um, your your full day is just, your, your day is full of graces in, in, the, in the work that you're doing for others, um, for your profession, but also in the work that you're doing for your wife and for the Lord and, or for your husband or for whoever you have in your life. So, um, yeah, really exciting there. Praise God, dude. That is wonderfully said. And um, I'll just wrap it up by saying thank you. Um, once again, thank you, Meech, for coming on the show this week, for taking time out of your evening to be with us. Um, and just thank you uh, to the listeners um who you know are listening clicked play and listened uh it just means means the world to us so um just know we're praying for you know we're fasting for you and um let's wrap it up in a prayer shall we 
All right, let's do it in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, teach us how to pray. Hi, Jesus. We just want to say thank you um, for giving us this life. Because um, we know every single moment, every single day, every single breath is a gift um, from you that we didn't deserve. Um, so we just give it back to you. Um, and we know how deeply uh, that you love us. Um, you show us that on the cross. You show us that in your vulnerability. You show us that through the suffering and the death that you experienced to save us, to love us. Lord Jesus, just help us to learn from that love, to receive that love, and ultimately to give it back to you and to love the people around us. Lord Jesus, we know that this world is <laughs> difficult, um, it's hard. People aren't going to like um, some of the things that we believe, some of the ways that we live out the faith. Um, we understand that, Jesus. So please prepare us to persevere during times of difficulty, during times of um, resistance to you and to the faith. Um, because we know we are fighting the good fight, um, but we know that we can't fight this fight alone. And we need you. Um, so always be by our side and help us to always stay close to you. Mother Mary, we give this prayer to you. Uh, please watch over us this week. And St. Joseph, terror of demons. Ready for, for us. us. <laughs> the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.